Welcome to the Atlas Podcast. My name is Emma Loggins, Editor-in-Chief at Pambolt, and my co-host, Shakai Mickelson, who is a longtime creative and currently the creative director at Atlanta Movie Tours. Nice. It was very professional. You're, you're like a newscaster. You. It's am. very official. Well played. <laughs> well played. <laughs> um, well, if you're, uh, well, of course you're new because we're new. Um, we are not new. We are savvy veterans. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. New to the podcast. <laughs> um, and uh, you guys are probably wondering a little bit about who we are. So we want to kind of give you a little bit of history about our background and why we decided to make a podcast together. Uh, it's a valid question, I think. I also concur that that is a valid question. (laughs) Um, So let me start with giving a little bit of background information about um, my history with FanBolt. I started the site in 2002. I was a senior in high school at the time, and it was just a hobby kind of community fan site. And uh, in 2005, Warner Brothers found it and asked me to run their site for a show called The O.C., which aired on Fox. I Holy cow, so, sorry, only after after only three years, you already hit the big time. Yeah, well, I wasn't even trying to do that. I was just like, this is fun. I'm just going to make a site. And then that happened, and I was like, whoa. Well, <laughs> well kudos on having a very good... Uh a good thing to do on the side that would pay off like that. That's thank a hell you. of a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, and yeah, at that point, I realized that I could actually, you know, maybe potentially make a business out of this. You know, I was so focused on school that it wasn't really a, a priority at the time. But then I saw, okay, I can make this work. And I uh, really tried to make the most out of every contact that I was able to meet and every connection um, for any interviews or j- just anyone and everyone I was able to come into contact with through that. And uh, from there, started doing interviews for other shows and movies and kind of just building a fan bolt out into, you know, a general film and television site. And uh, the rest is kind of history. Been well, been doing it for a long time. No, it, it, what is it? That's officially 15 years? Oh, my gosh. It's so crazy to think about. Not quite. We're 14. Not, 14 we're, years. Sorry, yeah. we're, we're in the 14th <laughs> year, careening towards the 15th. Well, what were you going to school for? Uh, web design. Oh, all right. Yeah, so might have turned Fambleton for a couple of school projects. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> might have. <laughs> that's very handy. It's, it's a jack of all trades for you. That's awesome. And so I I guess probably in 2000 and, uh, 2012, met one of the, uh, the co-founders of Atlanta Movie Tours. Maybe it was 2011. And uh, started doing a little bit of work with them. And uh, I actually run part of their social media now. And of course, that's how Jakai and I know each other. Uh, so I'll, I'll hand it over to you now, Shakai. <laughs> hand it over to me. I don't have like a I don't have like a, a, a website as the center of my so so my story is a lot more com- convoluted than yours. I <laughs> I I mean I've been a, a graphic artist uh, designer for a long time, but but before I was a graphic artist, I my first goal was to be a syndicated cartoonist uh, yeah. in things called newspapers. I don't know if you remember those, but I they, don't. I don't remember them. <laughs> they were they were once a thing when I was growing up. Um, <laughs> So that was my goal to be a syndicated cartoonist and uh, weirdly doing presentations for syndication is what kind of got my foot in the door as a designer because people would see my illustrations 
and and the comic strips I put together and and decided I could design because of that. And the thing that actually brought me out to Atlanta in the first place, um, I, I lived in um, Los Angeles for a few years and then lived in San Diego for a million years before that. Um, but what actually brought me out here in the first place was was a documentary film I've been working on about uh, a really good friend of mine. Can people can people see this this documentary, or, or or where can they find out more about it? The documentary is it's done. We're we're going into film. Uh, we're submitting to film festivals and stuff. You can you can see uh, a preview for it at spilledmilkmovie.com. My my best friend has a disease called sickle cell, and I met him in San Diego, um, and I just kind of realized. As time went on, I was always defining what that disease was to people because it, it mostly affects African-Americans. Um, so, frankly, a lot of white people don't know what it is. And actually, a lot of I've learned a lot of black people don't know what it is either. So I just right. thought it would be interesting to start a louder conversation about it. Um, and to be honest with you, it was a means to an end for me because I was a creative director of a management consulting firm. And I, I worked for a thought leader kind of in that space, best-selling author, keynote guy. Um, and honestly, I learned a ton, but I realized one day that I just, I was burnt out. And this idea of making this documentary kind of snuck in and one thing led to another. Before I knew it, I was, I left my job and my wife and I, at first I thought hilariously that, oh, I'll just have to come out to Atlanta because Omar lives in Atlanta. That's, that's what brought me out here. Um, gotcha. I thought I'd come out here for a couple months get all the footage I'd need, go back to L.A., edit it, get it finished in six months, and then go back to work. Well, hilariously, that was 2013. <laughs> it's 2016 nah. now, and we're still not released. So, And, oh, by the way, I moved my wife and I to Atlanta. So <laughs> ne it never never goes how you think it's going to. Because here I am, as as Emma said, I'm, I'm the creative director of Atlanta Movie Tours, which is... I mean, it's kind of the little company that could out here in Atlanta, which has connected me with a lot of cool people and a lot of fun fans. And uh, yeah, I never thought in a million years I'd be working for a tourist company. Well, I have taken, um, I think I've taken all of uh, Atlanta Movie Tours tours now, and uh, they're awesome. Which which one was your favorite? Just put uh, you on the spot. The Walking Dead one. The, the Walking Dead one, the one that goes through uh, downtown Atlanta, just because that was... I tend to like the first season best of every show I watch. Yeah. Uh, so that's, and I mean, the, everything down in Sonoya is really amazing too. And of course, there's a lot more sets down there since a lot more of the show is filmed down there. Right. But there's just something cool, you know, kind of, I live in Midtown and, you know, uh, I'm in the Atlanta area. So it's it's really cool to be able to to see sites that are so close to where I live, where they, they filmed that first season. Well, I like, I don't know. This is This is super nerdy. So recently I, I went on this like RoboCop kick because mm -hmm. I loved the first RoboCop. Most people like the, I'm talking about the original one and then RoboCop 2 was horrible and I'd never seen RoboCop 3 because by the time it came out, I was in high school and I was like, ah, that looks horrible. But I finally watched it and it's surreal to watch a movie that takes place in Detroit, but two minutes away from your house where you could like <laughs> walk over. There's like the very ending scene of RoboCop 3. There's a huge, like, it's the final battle, and RoboCop flies over and saves everybody. That's just up Peter Street. It's seriously a stone's throw from here. And it's it's kind of weird to see futuristic Detroit in Atlanta 15 years after that movie was made. You know, it's, it's kind of a fun mind bend. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. And yeah. I, I love seeing that. I love seeing filming locations. In 2001, I went out to Los Angeles, 
and uh, to a little town about maybe about an hour from Los Angeles called West Covina. And it's where they were filming the TV show Roswell for the WB. And I didn't get to see any actual filming while I was there, but I did get to visit a lot of the exterior sets, um, which were all on the the main street part of this little town. And uh, that was like the first time that I actually, you know, was looking for, oh, this is the outside of the cafe. Oh, this is the lamppost that he spins around on in this, you know, one romantic scene. And this is the library. And this is the, you know, and it's just so cool to be able to go through that as, you know, being a fan and, and take photos in these locations. And I don't know, I've, I've loved it since then. And I wish they had a tour for that show. But unfortunately, we <laughs> had to send in Tabasco bottle sauce or Tabasco sauce bottles to the network to get them to even consider a second season. And then they canceled it. <laughs> right. And then UPN was like, we'll give you one more season. And then right. they canceled it. So <laughs> it was just, yeah. Time to write an email to, or to Netflix. Come on, Netflix. Do it for other shows. Right. You yeah. brought back Pee Wee Herman. For the love of God, do something for me. <laughs> so well I mean so we we both obviously have a history and we're both we both kind of nerd out on specific films and, and it turns out we both nerd out even on locations of where certain films took place which is kind of fun um, so the reason why we're doing this right is because we both geek out on frankly things entertainment right right and especially as this thing is you know growing like wildfire out here in the Atlanta area yeah, we have so many projects filming here and so many uh, TV shows kind of in the genre space, you know, with uh, Walking Dead, obviously, Vampire Diaries, Sleepy Hollow, um, the Divergent films, you know, shot here, Hunger Games, so many things in that kind of genre space that are filming here. So it's it's really easy to nerd out about what's going on in the city. It is. It is. And there's another one, Containment, that's coming out soon, right? And that doesn't even look like yeah. it's going to be too shabby. It's I've seen the first four episodes. They're amazing. It it feels like a weird show for CW, but it's really good. Really, really good. Nice. Yeah. Well, see, that that makes me even all the more excited. You are so plugged in. You're four (laughs) shows ahead uh, of me. So well played. I got those screeners in December, and they hadn't released a um, a date. Was it December? Yeah, it was December. Um, they hadn't released a premiere date yet, and so I watched them all like back to back one night. And I'm like, "What the hell? I need episode five, and I need it now." And the show doesn't even have a premiere date. Like, what am I gonna do? Oh well, so so that's good news. It actually it actually um, you binged without volunteering to binge. Exactly. I couldn't put it down. It was it's really really good. Really good. Well, so and actually, I just I just did a, a super cheat and looked it up, but Containment is going to premiere Tuesday, April nineteenth. I'm in countdown mode until episode five. <laughs> I know you've got to wait for so long. I know it's, it's going to be May before I have any answers, and even then, I'm probably not going to have any answers. Nice, nice. Well, so that <laughs> so that's cool. So so that's what we're doing here, and we actually want to talk to people that are actually in that world, not not the people just covering it, but people that are actually creating some of the art that we all geek out on, um, makeup artists, even background actors. You'd be surprised the stories that come from those guys, and and I know that again because I work with a lot of them at Atlanta Movie Tours, and you know sometimes they're just hanging out with the principal actors right there on set, and they've got really good stories about the directors and otherwise. So we're not just talking about you know the the TV and film 
culture here in Atlanta, but also the geek culture here in Atlanta. And one of the cool things that FanBolt is involved with, it's a a joint project between our site and the bar Joystick on Edgewood. It's called Project Cosplay. It happens on the third Thursday of every month. And there is a, a different theme each month. And as you might be able to guess from the name, it is a spoof on Project Runway um, <laughs> with cosplay. Uh, and it's not something you have to be a hardcore cosplayer to do. You get about 20 minutes to design something with uh, minimal materials. Uh, well, you have a lot of materials, but there's no sewing or, or anything like that. Um, so you don't have to you know, be a fashion designer to come and take part. Um, there's prizes for everyone that partakes. And of course, the, uh, the, the winner of the evening gets to take home the golden joystick. Uh, so it's, it's a really, really cool event. Uh, this month we did Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, and January was Star Wars, and March, which will actually fall on St. Patty's Day, is oh going boy. to... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Um, and that's going to be a, a Batman versus Superman theme. So uh, I highly, highly recommend coming out to that. It's 9 o'clock on St. Patty's Day, and joining us for some cosplay fun. It's a, it's a hot mess, but it is a fun hot mess. It's, That's, it's so much fun. We, we, my wife and I went to check it out, and it's, I didn't know what to expect. I thought people were going to come already, already dressed up. I didn't realize it was like a make-it-as-you-go thing, which really added to the fun. And I, you nailed it when you said it's a hot mess, but it's a fun hot mess. Yeah, <laughs> and it was it was seriously a great time. I I laughed heartily, so I, I'm actually looking forward to the next one. Plus, uh, that that joysticks bar, that place is pretty sweet. So thank you all for listening to the Atlas Podcast. Again, my name is Emma Loggins, editor in chief at Fanbolt, and my co-host was Jakai Mickelson, and still is Jakai Mickelson. Still is. I continue to be as present. such. Yes, <laughs> I am all encompassing. Thanks for listening. <laughs>